My name is Jenny Bowden, and I believe that having the life of your dreams starts with doing things every single day that you're probably not very good at yet. I hope you come to this podcast daring to dream, daring to light your heart on fire, but also realizing that the end results of your efforts right now might be pitiful, might be so much less than you imagined they would be, and that that is okay. That is just the way it should be. Okay, today is going to be a quicker episode than usual. It's just me, and going back to my episode that I did with Lauren way back when we talk about um, trying easier instead of trying harder when you're feeling like things are getting to the point of frustration, they're getting to this place where it's not working and you're trying and trying and trying and you're kind of clenching down and doing everything you can and you're not getting results. Um, I'm following that exact advice and I've given my children a free play time in the morning before we kind of really dive into um, our, the rest of our school routine for the day. And so now I have the chance to record this podcast when I wouldn't have otherwise, or I'd be up doing it late at night. Um, but if you hear them screaming in the background, it's okay. That's totally normal for us right now. Um, what I want to talk about today is kind of going back to the episode that I recorded with my dad. And if you haven't had a chance to read it, I definitely recommend or sorry, listen to it, I definitely recommend that you do. Uh, We titled it Financial Principles That Always Work, and we kind of drew on some of the concept from um, Dave Ramsey. And I'd like to kind of go into one, one principle that we discussed, which is paying off your mortgage, um, and paying off your mortgage maybe more quickly than you are right now. And I finished recording that podcast, and I, as soon as we finished recording it and I posted it, I thought, you know what, I want to fix the things in my life that aren't quite lined up right now. I want to fix myself financially. So um, one thing I thought I needed to do was create a financial peace account, and I talked to my husband, it turned out that there was already money allocated um, in a low-risk kind of mutual fund that we could say was allocated to that. So we had that conversation and it wasn't necessarily uh, enough that I could classify. We could live off of it for three months, but it's a start. And so I kind of felt like that box um, could be checked because we already have like, I don't know, a certain amount a month going into that account anyways. And so it, it will on its own grow um, to be what it needs to be. So that was taken care of. And the one thing in my life that was not taken care of at that point um, was my mortgage. Now, Dave Ramsey recommends that a mortgage, well, that you kind of pretend that um, mortgages are only available at 15-year amortization rates. And the reason that he says that is because if you have your mortgage amortized at any more than 15 years, you are going to be paying so much interest on that mortgage. Um, And also you're just putting yourself in a vulnerable place financially, like we talked about in the podcast with my dad, if things um, 
if interest rates increase, you're just, you have so little into your mortgage um, for such a long period of time, it's just not a good place to be in. If my dad was here, he could explain that more um, scientifically, but that's what you get for today. It's just not a good idea. Um, so I looked at my mortgage and it was at 27 years, which is not obviously close to 15. Um, and I did something a bit reckless. I happened to be on the phone with my mortgage um, provider and I was asking them for like to send me some paperwork and then they said, is there anything else I can help you with? And in that moment, I thought, yeah, I want to reduce my mortgage. And so right there on the phone, I just said, how much more do I need to pay per month in order to um, bring my mortgage down to 13 years? I wanted it at 13 because my other mortgage is at 13 and I have this like thing that I say in my head, mortgage free by 43. And obviously at 27 years, I wasn't anywhere close to that goal. So I said, how, how much more would I need to pay to bring it down to 13 years? That's a huge drop from 27 years to 13. And so he said, oh yeah, let me check into that. Got back to me. It's going to cost you $600 a month. Okay. So that's for how much it reduced my mortgage. Not a crazy number. Um, but at the same time, I didn't have $600 extra a month. I didn't have anywhere close to that. Um, so what I did was I said, yeah, go ahead and change it. Um, now the reason I can recommend this course of action is because I did have $600 extra in my account for that month. I definitely didn't have it in my account for every month of that year. Um, but I also knew that that was a, a choice that I could reverse at any time. So he said, okay, that means that, um, this amount of money more is coming out of your account as of this date. And so I told myself in that moment, I said, okay, Jen, you have until this date to figure out a way to sustainably create that much more money in your home every month or else you have to call them and say, sorry, I, we need to switch it back to the original amount. Okay, so it was a little scary, um, but for myself, um, if you're the kind of person who needs a deadline in order to complete a task, then I recommend doing that um, because it just, it, it forced me to be creative. So instead of just kind of looking at that question mark and saying, okay, it's $600, how do I do that? And then feeling overwhelmed and pushing it away because I have other pressing things. Now I've brought this item to the forefront of my attention because it's, there's money that needs to be paid. And for me, that was motivating. It might not work that way for everybody. Um, there are lots of ways you can do this. Um, and, and the reason I could increase my payments by that much is because my mortgage in particular, but most mortgages allow you to pay um, additional amounts on your mortgage up to a certain amount every year. So for my mortgage, I'm allowed to pay up to 50, sorry, 50, five zero, $50,000 extra each year if I wanted to. So if I had 
um, like $600 a month works out to $7,200. So if I had $7,200, I could just put that in in a lump sum. Now that wasn't ever going to happen this year. I wasn't just going to have $7,200 extra to just dump in my mortgage. And if I did have $7,200 extra dollars, I probably wouldn't want to dump it into my mortgage because I probably would have bought like a boat or I don't know, done something, gone on a trip or done something amazing because that's such a large amount. Um, and so it would have been pretty tempting. Redone my bathroom, something. Um, so basically for me, this was a, this, I, when I looked at it, this was the best way to go about achieving that goal for me. Cause it was, it was so important to me. Um, and if this is something that kind of piques your interest, like, yeah, I do want to be mortgage free by the time I'm 43 or 40 or 45, 50, uh, instead of 60 or whatever your mortgage is currently set at, then I would recommend that course of action. Call your mortgage, get it reduced or get get the amortization rate in, reduced and that your payments increased and then go to the drawing board and figure out how to come up with $600 or whatever the amount is for you. Okay, so now, now that you've done that step, there are two ways to figure out how to make that $600. One way is by decreasing the amount that you spend and another way is by increasing the amount that you make. Okay? Seems really obvious. Um, and obviously a combination of the two work as well. Um, I don't know if anyone ever watched this show, but Hans and I, we don't usually have cable, but when we worked um, one summer, we had housing in this particular place that had cable and we often watch this show called uh, Till Debt Do Us Part, which obviously kind of hones in on that idea that marriage is not fun when you're swimming in debt or when you're not reaching your financial goals. Um, and so this woman goes in and she just kind of like, she's kind of like the super nanny or whatever, and she just goes into their relationship, or I guess like Mary Kondo, um, but for debt, and she, she goes in and she just kind of helps them clean up their act, and like she cuts up their credit cards, and she shows them how much they're spending, and how much they're spending on interest every month, and how much they're spending on ATM fees, or baking fees, and how much they're making, and how, how to just make it all work, so they're, they're not in the red every month, so they're actually making positive income, or equal income instead of the opposite. And sometimes she'll even um, have them put money in jars just to get them comfortable with the idea that like this is actual money that you are spending and you need to be responsible over it and you need to realize that I have this much for groceries and I have this much for whatever and I'm not going to spend extra. So if you are in a position where your spending isn't really in check and you kind of just spend um, large amounts and whatever you want. Um, that's a really good way to come up with extra money to put into your mortgage um, because you can just kind of slim down on things. Okay, I'm going to spend mess, less money on clothing. Maybe I'll shop at the thrift store for my kids for the next few months. Maybe I will um, decrease my banking fees and go to a bank that doesn't have banking fees. Maybe I will... Um, 
buy less packaged food and make more things from scratch. There are tons of ways that you can cut that out. Even just like eating oatmeal in the morning uh, is a huge, ex- like saves a lot of money over eating cereal every day. Cereal is really, really expensive um, because it's packaged. So there are so many ways you can do that for myself personally. Um, I've worked so hard over the last few years to make our spending very slim. We've been surviving on one income for a very long time, so I've gotten used to kind of trimming things wherever I can. And although I did trim one thing, I switched my cell phone provider. Um, That was kind of all I could do. So I saved maybe, I think I saved almost $40 a month switching from I was with Virgin to a new cell phone provider called Lucky, and my plan didn't change at all, but my monthly expense went down $40, and I also switched from Shaw to, I can't even, I think it's called V Media is my new internet provider, so I switched those two things, and that actually, right there, saved me over $100 a month, okay? So right there, I'm one-sixth of the way towards my goal. Okay, now the cool thing, I always thought this was interesting in the show, Tell tell That Do Us Part, she says, okay, yeah, you can decrease your monthly payments or you can make more money. And I always thought that was interesting because you would think, well, if people could make more money, wouldn't they just make more money? Um, But often in the show, it turns out that people get really creative when she gives them that option. You can trim your expenses or you can make more money. Sometimes making more money is really accessible to them. I remember this one lady was so faithful at walking her dog every day and she knew there were other neighbors who needed their dogs walked every day but couldn't and so she just started a little dog walking service and just got like three other little dogs and she'd just walk all these dogs at once and because she had, I don't know, a few people paying her a few bucks every time she went for a walk, it added up to a few hundred dollars every month. So it's those little things because when it comes down to it, $600 a month isn't a full-time job. It's not a huge increase in your income, but it is an increase. At this point, you are probably so filled with new ideas and new insights, and you just need to talk to another person about how it's all going to go down in your life. Visit me on Instagram. I'm Jenny Bowden there as well, and I'm always happy to answer any direct messages. But while you're there, make sure you throw up a screenshot on your stories or something that'll connect your community to this podcast so that you'll always have someone to chat with about an episode that you love. And we can really get quite creative about the way that we find these extra ways to make money. So for myself, Immediately when I thought about what are the easiest ways to make more money, because I needed to make at least $500 a month now at this point, um, I had two things. I have a teaching degree, so I'm capable of substitute teaching, and I have, um, I have a little extra space in my house. I have a spare bedroom. 
So I thought about those two elements. Um, so using my teaching degree, and I know this isn't going to be like the same situation for everyone, but I'll tell you about my experience and then you can take from it what you will. Um, but for myself, um, substitute teaching is one way that I can make a little extra money per month. And in order to make up the amount of money that I need to make up after taxes, I need to do about three sub days a month. Okay. Now that's three sub days a month. If I don't have to pay a babysitter, if I have to pay a babysitter, um, I'm going to have to almost double that. Maybe not double, but yeah, it's going to have to be a lot more days than that. So that was an attractive option because it's, very like doesn't take a lot of creativity to do that but at the same time either I'm going to have to be having to convince someone to babysit for free which isn't the easiest task my mom does live close but I'd so much rather use her for other things um when we need a babysitter rather than using up all my favors on creating this extra monthly income um and so I decided to try and get a little bit creative. I still started the process of applying for a substitute teaching list. Um, but in the meantime, I also looked at that space that I had in my home. So the space that I have has, um, it has a separate entrance to the garage. It has a nice big bedroom, this kind of living space and a bathroom and our laundry room. And it's pretty open to our house. That's a downside for renting it. And it doesn't have a kitchen. So I thought, well, what if I could just play with this a little bit? Um, I talked about with my husband about possibly Airbnb in this space in the future. Um, because then we could still use it when we need it. But then have the advantage of um, getting that income and and I had talked about using it as a way to pay down our mortgage but the problem with that is that it just really wasn't in the condition right now like the floors are need to be redone completely um the bathroom wasn't like had so many little things that needed to be fixed and it needed to be painted and there's all these little things that needed to be done but I thought you know what what if I can just play with this a little bit and see if maybe I can't airbnb it right now but if I could buy myself some time and just make it rentable for cheaply, all I need is $600, remember, or even $500 right now. Um, if I can just find someone who needs a spot temporarily, who isn't picky, then that will buy me some time, get us used to it, see if it works. And if it is, then we can invest a little bit more money and make it um, a place that works for Airbnb. So I did that and I spent weeks working down there um, in all my spare time, which wasn't much, but I made this little kitchenette in the laundry room area and I already had a fridge down there as well, just like an extra fridge for when guests come over. And so I made the space workable. It's not great. It's not great at all. It has a lot of things that I want to work on over time, um, but I have someone who signed a lease to live down there until May 1st. So now I have till May 1st either get on a sub list um, or, or to make it air, work for Airbnb. 
And so that's awesome. I have achieved my goal, my crazy strategy of just calling my mortgage company and saying, this is what I want to do has completely worked. And, um, and I feel really good about it. It was really stressful at the time because I created this deadline for myself. Um, and it was a lot of work and it was a little embarrassing showing the place to people because, um, I wasn't even, when I was showing it to people to rent, I hadn't even finished the kit, like finished as much as it's finished right now. The kitchenette, I, I was just kind of like starting. It's like this whole theory behind the podcast. You just, you just do it. And, and I just figured, you know what, I'll just keep working on it. And when it's good enough, someone will rent it and someone rented it. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited because my mortgage has now been reduced from 27 years to 13 years. And I know 13 years probably seems like a long way away, but for me, um, that's a huge difference. And not only is it huge, a huge difference because when I'm 43, I won't have a mortgage and that's going to feel amazing, but it's a huge difference because if more, my mortgage comes up for renewal in whatever, like four and a bit years or something. So say, um, almost five years from now, mortgage rates have increased substantially and now I need to pay significantly more on my mortgage every month. Now, because I'm already paying $600 extra on my mortgage, my family is in a really great position because if interest rates go up, which they are very, very likely to do, they are at an all-time low right now, so if they go up for mortgages, that means now we're in a great position because not only do we have a lot more paid off of our house, um, we've been putting, remember, $7,200 extra each one of those five years into our house. That's substantial. So now we've paid off a larger chunk of our mortgage. We have more equity in our home. And we're also in a place where if we needed to, we could increase that amortization rate back again and still be able to afford to pay our mortgage even though the interest rates have skyrocketed. So that makes me feel great. Um, I hope that that made sense to you, this whole crazy strategy. But basically, it's just um, go listen to the financial principles that always work if you hadn't been already, because this will make a lot more sense. And then call your mortgage company. Ask them how much it will cost to decrease your amortization rate. That's how quickly you have paid off your mortgage, basically. I hope I'm probably not explaining that, but basically that's how it works. Uh, your amortization rate means how fast your mortgage will be paid off over time. Um, so ask them how much it will cost to decrease it to the amount of time that you want it to. And remember, according to Dave Ramsey, that should always be less than 15 years. I think that's a great goal personally. So um, you call them, you find out, you switch it with blind faith, and then you do the work to get creative to figure out how you need to either spend less money, make more money, or both. Okay? So that's it. Those are the steps to paying off your mortgage quickly or um, 
If you have another financial goal, you've already checked that box and you just want to make more money to go on a vacation or you want to make more money um, so you can, I don't know, buy nicer clothes or do some renovations on your house or whatever it is, that's how you go about making more money. You look at what skills you have, what things that you have available to you right now um, and often they can be really small, like the dog walking thing. It's, ju- it's a swing. A few hundred dollars a month is a very small margin. It's not a full-time job. It's just a few dollars more each day. If we break that down, I'm going to, what is that, $600 um, a month divided by 30. So yeah, so $600 a month. Divide that by 30, you're looking at $20 a day. So you need to make $20 for for my goal. This might not be the same as your goal, but for my goal, I needed to make $20 a day or spend $20 less a day or make $10 a day and spend $10 less a day. So find a way to make it work, but it's surprising how quickly that gets knocked off. Like changing my... um, even for myself, who works so hard to kind of slim things down, spend less money, um, when I looked at this, just trimming my cell phone bill and my internet bill, that made a dent of $100. That got me one-sixth of the way there just in that those two phone calls, which obviously, if you've done that, you know that you have to wait on hold for like five hours to do those things. But five hours and over the course of a year paying $100 less a month, you know, works out to $1,200 a month of savings, or sorry, a year of savings. So just trimming that one thing, I've now allowed myself an extra $1,200 a month in savings that I can spend on whatever I want, in this case, my mortgage. Um, But for me, that's exciting. That's really exciting. So find out what your dreams are, go after them, and find a way to either make more money or save more money and you will be so excited too. If there's one thing I know for sure about you as a listener, it's that you're busy. And if you happen to, amidst all the laundry or the dishes or your morning commute, have a chance to stop and take a minute to throw down some stars for me and give this podcast a rating, that would honestly light my world right up. And if by some miracle you happen to have two minutes and you have time to write a whole review, that would probably just thrill me to my very core. So please, if you can, take some time. It would honestly make all the difference.